Hello, everyone, and welcome back to CC Airwaves. My name is Paige Matillo, and I am here with my co-host, Joel Hansel. Hey, Paige. How's it going? Oh, it's going really good. Today, we are going to be doing another episode of The Messages from Heaven, and I'm really excited for it. Joel, are you excited? Well, I'm more curious if you have your Kleenex. I know. Last time, I got a little bit emotional, but I think that I am prepared this time, but... We will see. I wasn't sure if we were going to do another one of these episodes because normally we just do one topic and move on. But then I was on social media the other day and I saw this story about a girl whose dad had passed away and she went to the ocean and, you know, she was thinking about him and praying for him. And she took a picture of the water and the sunset. And when she looked back at the picture in the ocean foam, it looked like it said dad. And it was a beautiful photo, and you could really see it. I don't have it with me, but it really looked like it said dad when you looked at it. And it moved me. It inspired me. Those kind of stories are always amazing to hear and and really just blow your mind. Exactly. And the fact that there was a picture to accompany it, it, I just knew we had to do another one. I knew that was my sign, and that is when I decided that today would be the day. So Joel is going to start us off with our first story. This first story was submitted by Teresa P. And she writes, My father showed me how I deserved to be treated ever since I was a little girl. He ensured that when the time came, I would choose a husband who would love, appreciate, and respect me. When I was 19, I got engaged to the love of my life. My entire family adored him. More importantly, my father approved. It was an exciting time, and my sisters began helping me plan the wedding. The happiness didn't last long, though. My father was diagnosed with metastatic lung cancer shortly after my engagement. The wedding plans were put on hold for the time being as we took care of him. When he took a turn for the worst, my fiancé and I made the decision to get married as soon as we could so my father could be there. When he told him our plan, he said, no, he knew that I had been dreaming of having a big wedding since I was a little girl. He didn't want me to give that up, especially since he was getting worse with each passing day. He told me, plan your dream wedding. I'll be there. A few days later, he passed away. The following year, my fiance and I got married. I did as my father said. I planned my dream wedding. I decided to walk down the aisle alone because there were no other men in my family whom I would want by my side. As I stood at the top of the aisle, a butterfly flew into my bouquet. It stayed with me until I reached my husband. I knew in my heart that my father was correct. He was at my wedding and he even walked me down the aisle. I had assumed that he meant that he would physically be there that he would keep fighting his disease. However, he knew that even in death, he would be able to attend my wedding. That's a beautiful story. <laughs> oh no, it's already happening. Uh, I think that one kind of hits close home to me because I, I'm not married, but my father is still alive. But if he was not able to attend my wedding, I know that I would be heartbroken and I would wish for a way that he would be able to come. 
Well, and that's one of those situations where it's we've always talked about it or alluded to it in past podcasts where yes. um, maybe your father died when you were young and your father misses mm-hmm. those different milestones or it could could be a mother, you know, and they and they miss those different milestones. And obviously a wedding is a pretty big milestone in life and everybody naturally just wants their parents there. Teresa's father was there. He was there and not only in spirit, but um, in the form of a butterfly as he walked down the aisle. And I think that is beautiful. So it's a very, very touching story. My dad and I, we already have my our first dance song picked out, whatever it's referred to as. So it'll be a special day, and I'm really happy that. I think you do your first dance page with your husband. Oh, the father-daughter <laughs> dance. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> whatever. The song is picked, so I understand the, her point of view with that. So I will move on to the second story, which was submitted by Daniel B., I lost my daughter, Claire, shortly after her eighth birthday. At her funeral, I felt numb. All I could think about was everything that I would miss about her. I would miss how she would come home from school with a smile, excited to share every detail of her day with me. She would tell me what she learned, the names of new friends she made, and what she had for lunch, even though I packed her lunch so I already knew. I would miss watching her dance around the living room when the commercial with fun music began to play. I would reluctantly join after she begged me to spin her around the room like a princess. Most of all, I would miss her hugs. They were always warm and comforting. I would have given anything to hug her again. While the priest spoke about Claire's life, I prayed. I prayed for my daughter, asking God to send me a sign that she would be cared for and safe. After the priest concluded his prayer, he paused for a moment. Then he walked over and pulled me into a warm embrace. The priest whispered, This is from Claire. I broke down. I knew in that moment that Claire was safe in the arms of the Lord. I also knew that she was reunited with our relatives who had passed before her and that she was giving them lots of hugs. Wow. I mean, losing a child is brutal. It is. But it sounds like she sent him one last sign that she was safe and that she was being taken care of. Well, God bless that priest, right? I just can't, I can't even imagine it, honestly. This final story was submitted by Ryan B. He writes, My grandmother was my best friend growing up. I was always attached to her hip. We went everywhere together, and I used to beg my parents to drop me off at her house frequently. As she got older, she became more recluse overwhelmed by the anxieties of this world. As her involvement with the outside world decreased, so did her overall quality of life and her health. My last interaction with her alive was the act of bringing her Holy Communion. After she received Jesus, she looked at me with a straight face and asked, what are you going to say in my eulogy? I didn't necessarily know how to respond to that question. After all, My grandmother was still here, and she said all that she said very cogently. The next day, however, she was unresponsive and checked into hospice care. I remember that night well. We said our goodbyes and headed home. At around 3 a.m., I was awoken by a dream in which I was visited by my grandmother. Not a moment later, I checked my phone, which lit with a text 
Nan died. A text from my dad. It was almost as if she came to say goodbye. Well, you know, I definitely think that it's possible that, you know, our dreams are connected to our loved ones. I'm sure that I've been visited by my loved ones from in dreams. I'm always stunned with how you hear these stories and it's almost like people know that it's coming. coming. Yeah. So that's, that always, that always gets me, especially like in this, in this story here, Ryan says, you know, he brought her Holy communion and that she seemed perfectly coherent and And perfectly healthy, perfectly fine. Obviously less than a day later uh, she passed and, but yeah, that was very, it's very touching, but it's, it's almost like, yeah, it's, it's almost like a premonition that Mm -hmm. he had. And you do hear about that often as well, where you sort of dream something or you, you kind of have this vision and then you find out that this happened, it happened over here or it happened. It's just unexplainable. Absolutely unexplainable when those happen. So it's crazy. And, you know, we actually had a guest on a couple weeks ago for the inspiring stories of healing and hope, Louise Fisher. And she told us how after her son had passed away, they forgot to put his rosary in his casket. Right. And how she had a dream that night where she jumped over. The, she didn't actually do this. This was a dream. She jumped over the cemetery fence and she put the or the rosary with him. Right. And she just felt so at peace when she woke up. And I told her, I said, you know what? I believe that that's a sign from heaven that your son sent you that to let you know that even though it wasn't yeah. with him, it was with you. And, and it you gave her, it gave her peace. It did. It gave her a sense you know, of just, peace. Just the dream gave her a sense of peace without actually physically doing the act that would yeah. give her the peace. I'm glad that she didn't do the <laughs> act, but I'm glad that she also has that piece that now she can take with her through the rest of her life. I forgot to ask her what she did with the rosary. I'm sure she kept it, but I want to know if she kept it in somewhere special or maybe next to a picture of him. I'll have to email her to find out. Yeah, do that. I'd be curious. Well, thank you everyone for listening to the latest episode of CC Airwaves. Once again, my name is Paige Matillo. And if you have received a message from heaven and you would like us to share it, please email us at podcast at clesem.org, or you can send us a message on our social media. And to all the listeners out there, thank you for joining us today. And we will see you the next time. Until then, take care, everyone. Bye.